This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Google Talk. Back again with you guys for another episode of the Arsenal News Show. Join you every morning at 8 a.m. UK time. Hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing well. Thank you so much for making this, as always, a part of your morning routines. Uh, and thank you to everybody joining us live in the chat box. I uh, hope you're doing well. Uh, good morning uh, to Matt G. Good morning to Nick Meadows, Amira, Blackshine, Paul, GGTV for you, uh, Paul Granddaddy Guna. Uh, Kaiser, good morning to Stephen, Odorile, Stevie, Tuckerboy, Rich, uh, Arasilki, Frank, Jason, Anz, Jose, Machiavelli, and plenty more of you as well. Thank you so much for tuning in. Really appreciate your time. I'm now looking at the chat box going, why is there all the number? Oh, you're doing a countdown till when it starts. I said, I was like, why? Why is there a countdown in the chat box? But uh, yes, uh, plenty. Yes, Harvey, indeed. New haircut. Thank you for noticing. Much appreciated. It's not that's not coming off though, because I haven't had a chance to sort it all out yet. But uh, yes, indeed, did manage to get a new trim yesterday. Hence the slightly looking a bit bald on the sides. Um, but thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in. Do drop a like uh, on the video and subscribe to the channel if you're new around here with those notifications turned on so you never miss a show. <clears throat> so let's get into today's stories. First of all, Arsenal drew... Oh, I've got something stuck in my throat. Arsenal drew against Sporting Lisbon in the Europa League uh, and a full face, of course. Hector Bellerin in the next round. This is a piece of art from uh, my article that went out talking to Jose Miguel, who is a sporting fan and Portuguese football expert. It's on the football.london website if you want to go and have a, have a look and have a, uh, a read of kind of the reaction, I suppose, from a sporting side of things. Um, it was a really interesting, I think, opponent. I said in yesterday's show, that is certainly the team that I wanted to face. I wanted to go and get sporting. I thought they were the best opponent that we probably could have got for this round. Um, and when I spoke to Jose, he basically turned around and said, they're looking at it as a bit of an impossible task to have to try and face um, us at the moment because of how good we are. But uh, yes, in terms of what who we could have got, I think it's the best possible outcome that we could have got for. Um, now, the full Europa League draw, 
is available on your screens now. I'll talk you through it. We've got uh, Union Berlin against uh, Union Saint-Gilois, uh, the Belgian side. Uh, Juventus are playing Freiburg, sporting face ourselves. Uh, Roma play Real Sociedad. Sevilla play against Fenerbahce. Bayer Leverkusen against Ferran Varos. Uh, Manchester United got probably the hardest draw they could have got, maybe besides Real Sociedad in Real Betis. And Shakhtar Dinets will play against Feyenoord. When you consider the fact that we could have got Union Berlin, who are currently top of the Bundesliga, Juventus, who obviously we know have got some very decent players, Roma, who are the side doing decently in Serie A, and Jose Mourinho and that narrative, Severe, obviously the kings of Europa League action, Bayer Leverkusen, fairly decent side, but haven't been going that well. They would have been my other pick uh, if it wasn't sporting. Uh, Shakhtar Donetsk was obviously the other option that we could have got and uh, having to go all the way to Eastern Europe to play that wouldn't have been the best for travel reasons. So <clears throat> it would have been either Leverkusen or Sporting would have been my two picks. I mean, Leverkusen are currently 10th in the Bundesliga. They're not having the best of seasons. Um, and uh, yeah, I think Sporting is probably the best outcome with what we uh, we could have got. And I'm very, very happy uh, with that indeed. Uh, Arsenal's under-18s will play Manchester City or Oxford. I've said Man City here because I'm just kind of expecting them to win that game. That's probably disrespectful. But uh, Man City have a very, very good under-18 side and surprisingly a top of the North Division. Um, the winners of that will go on to face either West Ham, who are currently top of the South Division in the under-18s league, Preston or Southampton in the final. Uh, that is due to take place in April at the Emirates. So Arsenal will play indeed at the Emirates um, against either Man City or Oxford in the next round after, of course, Arsenal beat Cambridge United um, with some fantastic performances and a dramatic late win, as we like to put on these days as well. Uh, now, Fulham dropped points against Wolves in the first action of the Premier League this weekend, unsurprisingly so. Um, I think Fulham were doing fantastically, but there was always going to come a time when they were going to drop points at some stage. Sarabia getting his first goal. I think it's his first goal. It might be his second, actually, uh, for Wolves. That uh, was an interesting signing in January from uh, PSG to get him through. Was it? I'm sure it was PSG. I'm pretty sure he was still playing at PSG. I'm going to have a quick check on that. He indeed did move from uh, PSG. He was on loan at Sporting before that, ironically, our opponents in the Europa League. But yes, joined from PSG and is now getting his taste of Premier League action. And uh, Manus Solomon, a player that was linked to Arsenal uh, in the past, previously at Shakhtar, got his goal for Fulham in a 1-1 draw that will certainly help teams like Liverpool and Chelsea, who are trying to chase them down, currently above them in the table. Now, big news uh, for today's game. Thomas Partey has indeed travelled to Leicester. Really good news uh, for Arsenal. He will be available. That said, I'm not sure I'd start him. I think I would certainly not have to risk Partey coming to the team. I think you can bench him. I think Jorginho's been doing fantastically well. And should we need to bring on Partey in the second half? We can bring on Partey in the second half. But I don't necessarily think we need to start him and risk him when we've got a game in a few days' time against Everton, which we can then start him in that game. I think you can rest him. Bring him on if you need, because Jorginho has done well. And I think, if anything, that's a big testament to how good and how highly we rate Jorginho uh, in the team. So that's a really good bit of news and a good bit of squad depth that we've got available to us. Gabriel Jesus is getting closer to the Arsenal return. Mikel Arteta was very optimistic uh, around Jesus, talking about how he's doing more and more outside. He said that his knee has not reacted to the, a lot of the what they're kind of stressing and putting him through. 
which is a good sign. So hopefully that estimation of early March will indeed be true and we might be able to see Gabriel Jesus back and maybe playing in that Europa League game against Sporting to kind of ease his way back into Premier League action. But uh, yeah, I think Jesus' return nearing is is such big, big news for Arsenal. It means we'll have him for the last three months of the season and the running as we push towards what we all hope to be a massive, massive victory in a Premier League title race. Now, if you want to hear more about uh, the the game today, you can watch back our preview show uh, from yesterday. I was joined by three fantastic members of our Discord server to talk all things Arsenal, talk all things Leicester. Got our predicted lineups in there. Uh, Dom Garrett uh, and James, who was a brand new uh, brand new debutant on our show from Indianapolis, uh, was uh, I think Indianapolis. I'm pretty sure he said that Indiana at least, and uh, he came on to to give his views along with Dom and Garrett as well. So yes, uh, that was a really good preview show. I really enjoyed it. Really good chat about what might happen today, our thoughts on the lineups, predictions. So if you want to hear all of those thoughts, make sure you go and check that one out. I will indeed be at the game today. Um, we'll be getting a train up this uh, kind of mid-morning and then arriving in Leicester around midday-ish, I think, um, before heading to the stadium. Usually you have to try and get to the ground about two hours before kickoff. But I'm very familiar with Leicester, so uh, it's it's going to be nostalgic going back to somewhere I used to spend a fair amount of time uh, during my uni years uh, when I was at Nottingham. Um, now, big, big announcement. I talked about this uh, in yesterday's show, uh, but Gunapalooza is happening in Chicago. Um, now, Gunapalooza is uh, a, for those that don't know, it's along the lines of like Gunagra in America. It's a, a similar event for Arsenal fans based in Chicago, and I'm going to be going, which I really, really am genuinely very, very excited for. I know that the channel has a lot of US and North American-based listeners. About 40% of the people that tune into the podcast are actually North American-based, so uh, amazing amount of community we've got that do indeed watch and listen to the podcast. So if you would like to come along, get involved with an amazing run of... uh, uh, of, of events and uh, and fun times and a live podcast with not just me and my ugly mug, but uh, I'll be joined by John, who will be representing on the US side for TGT, but we'll also be doing the podcast in combination with the one, the only Arsenal vision. Elliot and Paul will also be on the panel and hosting it is some bloke called Mike from the Gooners pod, um, which of course you'll be able to have a good time listening to uh, him introduce and talk us through what will be happening. But lots of events going on. We're hoping that the Southampton game will be going ahead. It's a bit up in the air, of course, because of their participation in the FA Cup. But there's also the Thursday night game uh, in the Europa League, should we uh, progress past sporting, uh, which is taking place the night before Gunapalooza starts. But I imagine that would be certainly something to to get into Chicago to try and attend. But yes, uh, lots of exciting stuff going on. Uh, If you want to get tickets, they will be coming out uh, on, I think the registration opens on Friday, the 10th of March. But if you want to get kind of an update or a reminder, there's a link in today's video description. Go to that link, sign yourself up for the registration process, and you can get tickets, I believe, from March 10th. So there you go. Um, I look forward to seeing as many of you there as feasibly possible. Um, It'd be great. I really look forward to seeing as many fans of the channel as I can. Uh, Lastly, uh, a show will be going out this morning. Uh, Myself and Sophie from the Highbury squad, we've joined forces with EE and Hope United. 
Um, they approached us to see if we wanted to do a discussion about online homophobic abuse. As you know, that we've talked at length about some of the things that and the issues that have been going on around the club. Um, you may remember a tweet that went up from the Arsenal uh, accounts, which responded to a lot of abuse that the gay gooners received. And when and you know that we talk about these issues a lot on the channel. And uh, as soon as they offered the opportunity for us to have a chat about it, we jumped at the chance. I do want to stress that this isn't a sponsorship. I've not been paid to produce this show in any way, shape or form. We have done it because we are very passionate about these topics. We're very passionate about trying to support these causes and to try and mitigate the abuse that people receive online. So this show will be going out around nine, half nine this morning. So only in about an hour or so. Do please show it some support. Um, go and watch it. Go and listen to mine and Sophie's chat about how you can uh, help report these issues and about how you can um, block people, report people, mute people, deal with it if you see it in stadiums, things like that. Um, so, yes, this show will be going out a little bit later on this morning. Uh, our very own Aaron Ramsdale is an uh, ambassador of Hope United and part of their team. So uh, there's already the Arsenal links going strongly, but uh, we were very honoured to be approached to have to have the opportunity to talk about such a great cause. So thank you to EE and Hope United for giving us the opportunity to do that. Um, so that brings us to an end of part one. Let's move to part two and your questions right after this. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Okay, uh, let's jump into the chat then and get some of your thoughts. Um, let's go to... Uh, Maximia says, Ty Tom, uh, when are the two games against Sporting Lisbon scheduled? Great question. Um, I actually have written a whole piece about the seven-game, 23-day challenge uh, over on football.london. I'll leave you a link to that in the chat box. But the two games that are due to be played uh, are on... Thursday, March 9th, that is the Thursday after we play Bournemouth at home. We then have Fulham away on Sunday, March 12th, and then we are at home to Sporting on Thursday, March 16th. So that's when the games will happen. Um, Maxinho says, apparently Eddie is injured and Trossard will be playing false nine today. What are your thoughts on this? Uh, firstly, I can't confirm that. I know exactly where you've got that information. I've seen it on social media myself. I can't say it's not true. I can't say that it's true. I personally haven't heard that. What I would say is that before the game against Villa, I, there was also some rumours around that Eddie Nketiah had been dropped and he wasn't. So just be wary of that. I'm not saying it's not true. I'm just saying just be wary because sometimes these rumours do come around. And I know that this source for today's bit of information has apparently got things right in the past. I've personally heard nothing, but as I say, that's not to say that it isn't the case. If it is the case, 
it's what I wanted <laughs> because I've wanted Trossard to play centre forward. I put uh, Trossard in my lineup as centre forward for the uh, the preview show. So hypothetically, if Enketia is not available. I would like to see Trossard play there and I look forward to seeing it happen if that is indeed the case. Uh, Bradley says, how long away is Jesus from training with the first team? Again, I don't know for sure. We've been given the estimations that March, early March is when he's back. So you'd hope that he should be back in training in the next couple of weeks or so. Um, let's go to Matt, who says, are you looking forward to celebrating St. Totteringham's Day this year? We haven't had a chance to celebrate St. Totteringham's Day since when? Twenty. 16? Was that the last time? That's actually pathetically long ago, isn't it, when you think about it? We really should uh, be finishing above that lot more than we have done. But uh, you've got to respect the fact that they've done well. But what I would say is they've done well and they've still not managed to win a trophy. But yes, of course, we'll enjoy. I will bask in the glory of St. Totteringham's Day as soon as it indeed does come around. Amira says, was the pink kit just a figment of our imaginations? Leicester seem to be the perfect team to wear it against, and we're never going to see it again, are we? Um, I don't know what kit we're playing in today. Let's have a quick look at what uh, graphics the Arsenal Twitter account have been using. Uh, that usually gives you a bit of a hint as to what kit we're going to be using to play in. It looks like we're playing in red and white uh, from the looks of things, which in fairness does make sense because we have no issue. But, I mean, we have gone to Leicester, I think, in the last few seasons and played in the away kit or the third kit. I remember last season, what did we do last season against Leicester? I know that we won, um, but I'm just watching actually clips on the Arsenal website of Alexis Sanchez's goal, um, that little dinked header over the top. You remember that a few years back? We're playing in our gold kit that season. I think that was the away kit for that year. So um, it's a strange one that we're not playing in our away kit or especially the pink kit because I think that would work. The last time we played in that kit was when, was it all the way back against Crystal Palace? Was that the last time we played in that kit? It was a long time ago. Um, yeah, madness, really. We haven't really been using that kit whatsoever. Um, let's go to uh, Sideways Bonobo. says, thought you were just going to plug your article without answering the question. <laughs> no, I would never do that. Never, never, ne- never. Uh, GGT for you says, hi, Tom. Can you please wish my daughter Maya a happy birthday? It's her birthday today and it would make her day. Maya, have a happy birthday and I hope you enjoy it. And I hope that the Arsenal can bring home three points for you. Um, let's go to... Um, Marcus says, did you celebrate yesterday? It's been 15 years since Spurs last won a trophy. Why would I? We don't need to celebrate something like that. They're not relevant enough for me to celebrate anything to do with Spurs. I might have had a little chuckle, but I ain't celebrating anything to do with Spurs, even if it's their misfortune. Uh, Cameron says, what do you think of the plans going forward for Amario Koja Dubri? Uh, I think the plans are probably going to be to eventually get him alone. He's still very young, still got a lot of things to develop in his game. We get very attached to kind of these young players, Duanieri, Koja Dubri, Miles Lewis, Skelly, Rule Waters. But the, the fact of the matter is, is that the level between where they're playing at and the Premier League and the first team squad is still very, very different. And they're going to need more experience. They're going to need to go on loans. They need to get opportunities away. You think about Charlie Patino this season with Blackpool. You'd have to go and get those chances. So I assume the plan will be if they deem him good enough, which as far as I'm aware, the club rates him very highly then they'll get him a chance to go out on loan. And fingers crossed, we'll see him maybe given an opportunity in the cup games as soon as possible. Uh, let's go to uh, G1886, who says, 
Would you play a full team in the Europa League or rotate, seeing as we have many games in those 23 days? I would rotate. I don't think I'd rotate the entire 11. I think you can rotate a fair number of players. Turner, Tomiyasu, Kivior, uh, Tierney, Jorginho can come in if Partey's starting in the league again by then. Fabio Vieira, uh, Trossard, Nelson. Uh, hopefully, Gabriel Jesus will be back by then. You can start playing him and easing him in. I suppose I have kind of named the whole team there, haven't I? Uh, Smith Rowe, you know, I've, we have a lot of players that we can use. So, yes, indeed. Lindsay says, did I miss Saliba's... Oh, my goodness. I think I actually did manage to miss... Did I miss Saliba's... How have I done that? Have I covered up... I reckon what I've done is I've covered up one of my slides with the preview. Yes, I did. Or somehow have I managed to delete it entirely? How have I done this? Oh, I covered it up with the... Um, I somehow managed to cover up the whole Saliba slide with the uh, the preview uh, slide, so I completely didn't discuss it. Let's let's do that now. I'll have to include that in the show notes that we're talking about it now. Yes, thank you, uh, Lindsay. Really appreciate you managing to remind me about that. Definitely, definitely should not have forgotten what is our headline story of the day. Uh, yes, William Saliba uh, was speaking on the Arsenal website. It's done a really fantastic interview, actually, on the Arsenal website. If you've not read it yet, I definitely encourage you to read it. Uh, in it, he talks a hell of a lot about kind of how happy he is at the club and what he wants to do. And specifically, uh, let's have a quick look at this quote in particular. He says, I want to win everything possible here and put the club back on the very top. I want to win every title. We all want to win the Premier League and I've never won a trophy, so that's why I work every day. But we know we have 15 games left and it's not going to be easy. We have to focus and never give up because the Premier League is hard. I mean, I don't know about you, but that is, without a doubt, the biggest hint I think you could get that this guy is committed to Arsenal and is going to be signing a brand new contract. Don't take it as gospel, but I think that you, what more could he say to convince us that he is going to be very much committed to Arsenal to trying to put the club back on top and fingers crossed we see that happen in the future. There you go. <laughs> You're messing with me in the chat box now and I don't appreciate it at all. Slidegate is back. Yes, indeed. Tom having another howler this morning. Indeed, yes. Well, there you go. We've discussed William Saliba's potential brand new contract hint. I, I don't know about you, but for me, that is without a doubt a huge, huge hint that Saliba will indeed be staying at the club for the long term. Fingers crossed. Let's keep those fingers tightly crossed that we're going to see update on his contract very soon. Um, Byron says, Tom, what is your opinion of our running for the last seven games? We've got Liverpool, Chelsea, City and Newcastle. I think that's where the title will be decided. The last seven games. We've got 15 games left, haven't we not? <laughs> We're talking about the last seven already. All right, let's have a look at the last seven. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So our last seven games of the season are... Hold on. Why have I managed to lose this already? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So the last seven games are Southampton at home. We hope. It might get suspended, actually, because of the, it depends on their inclusion in the uh, FA Cup. Um, but yes, we've got Southampton at home, Manchester City away, Chelsea at home, Newcastle away. Wow, I mean, that that run of three games, Man City, Chelsea, Newcastle, very tough indeed. Uh, we've then got Brighton at home, which again is not an easy game. We've then got Nottingham Forest away, which is a game I'm very, very much looking forward to. And then Wolves at home on the final day of the season, which for them could be a big relegation game or it could mean absolutely nothing. 
Um, so very, very difficult indeed um, to to kind of guess or know how it's going to go. But I agree with you, Byron. I think that the league will be decided in those seven games. Um, let's go to Cass. This is just a general question. Uh, if you could sit down and into any present or past Arsenal players, who would it be? Now, I did cheat when I was asked this question about the other day when I said, who, what, what Arsenal player, past or present, would I sit down with or spend the day with? And I said Arteta because... It means you'd be able to go around the whole club, wouldn't it, if you were spending the day with Arteta? Um, and I suppose the interview here would be similar. I'd probably say Arteta. Um, <laughs> but uh, if I can't cheat and I have to pick somebody else, probably Meza Ozil. I think that would prove to be a very, very good interview, um, finding out some of the stuff that goes on. Not because I necessarily have a, a great fondness for, for Ozil, but just to kind of ask and get his side of the story. Um, so Ozil would probably probably the player that I choose. Um, it's, or Bamiang. Um, I like from a journalist perspective, you know, it's me. It's I'm not being selfish and picking a player just so I can fawn over how great they are or whatever. It's more so because I want to <laughs> I want to get all the dirt. That's what I want. You can tell I'm going full journalist with this. So yeah, Bamiang, Ozil, um, Lacazette, maybe, um, Mustafi. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get all the controversial ones. Van Persie, Nasri, Fabregas. Yeah, maybe some of these guys. I think they'd make for really good interviews. You know, that's what you got to look for. It's not necessarily just going, oh, I want to speak to Thierry Henry because, you know, of his links with Arsenal and all the legendary status that he has or Dennis Bergkamp. From my perspective, I'd rather interview someone like Ozil or like that to get, you know, uh, <laughs> a really interesting side and a great story out of it. So that's kind of where my head and how it works. Um, so there you go. Um, Jermaine says, finally got the chance to message live. Keep up the great work, Tom. Thank you, Jermaine. Really. Actually, to be fair, you said keep up the good work. I actually upgraded your compliment. That's such a self-centered thing to do. <laughs> Jermaine, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Um, Francois says, "How much can it cost to spend a day with Arteta? Let me know. I could fit the bill. I don't think it. I don't think you'd ever be able to buy that opportunity at all. Uh, Arteta and the club are very. See, that said, Amazon did pay ten million. I think something around that, allegedly around that amount of money, um, to, to film for the season. So I suppose if you if you narrow that down to one day." I mean, what's that? 10 million divided by 365. I mean, it's not that many days they were there. It's probably about more 200 days they were there. So let's let's do 10 million divided by 250. If we do an estimate of the amount of days they might have spent with the club, 40,000 pounds. So 40,000 pound a day. That's how much Amazon paid to be around the club, around that figure, if we're using that as a guide. So there you go. <laughs> That's how much it would cost um, if you can afford it. But I don't even know if they'd accept 40 grand for a day's kind of working in and around the club or seeing what's going on at the club. So there you go. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end the show there. Sorry, it's slightly shorter than usual. But A, I've got to get this other show out for uh, around nine o'clock. B, um, I'm going up to Leicester this morning, so I've got to get ready to go. Um, but thank you so much, everybody that's tuned in to this morning's show. Um, if you're going up to Leicester, stay safe, stay well, um, get up there safely and uh, come back safely. And I hope you enjoy your trip. I certainly hope that I will as well and that we get a massive three points away from home once again. Uh, it's been a pleasure to speak to you. Do check out our preview show from yesterday. Do check out the link in the description for Guna Palooza in Chicago in April. And please do watch our show on um, tackling homophobic abuse a little bit later on this morning. Uh, we really appreciate your time. 
and your support as always it means the world do drop a like on the video do subscribe to the channel if you're new and as always up the arsenal It's the 90-plus minute. All your mates are around, and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go, and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your delivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18-plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.